0: Moments of Encounter is a weekly live broadcast brought to you by Calvary Way Revival Labors through God's servant, Chide Bele Odeze. The teachings are focused on building the church and raising men that will do exploits in this end time. This message and many more can be downloaded from our website www.calvarywayonline.org or our Facebook and Telegram pages at Calvary Way Revival Labors. May you have a life-changing encounter as you listen.
1: shall we pray In the name of Jesus Christ we pray Our Father in heaven we thank you for this opportunity you have given us to listen to you speak to us We ask that you will release your word unto our hearts with power We ask that the fullness of your spirit Will be released unto us, everyone that is connected to us, that is with us, listening to your word. May we experience the fullness of your spirit, of your wisdom, of your grace from your word this evening, in the name of Jesus Christ. We pray that our hearts be prepared to receive this word. We pray that our hearts be that fruitful ground that we receive the word and bear fruit. We pray that. We will be doers of this and not just here. And anyone that has one challenge or the other, one problem, one trouble or the other this evening, by the reason of this moment of encounter, you will encounter every one of us in the name of Jesus Christ. There shall be testimonies of what you have done in this hour. Thank you for answering this prayer. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. I want to Every one of us that is with us in this moment of encounter and just as we have prayed, the Lord will encounter you in the course of this hour in the name of Jesus Christ. We are trusting the Lord that in this season, he will open our eyes on a particular thing that he has given us to look at, the overcoming faith. The Overcoming Faith We will be studying several topics Under that that, um, Team And today we are going to Begin by looking at Understanding the Overcoming Faith Understanding the Overcoming Faith The first passage I would like us to read Is First John Chapter 5 Verse 4 to 5 Turn your Bibles to 1 John chapter 5, verse 4 to 5. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world? But he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God now the first word I would like us to pay attention in that scripture is the word overcome it what does it mean to overcome to overcome is to defeat or win an opponent in a battle hence we can say that there is a battle that every one of us is facing with the world this battle originates from the unseen evil forces and spirits Under the command of Satan that is referred to as the God of this world. It may surprise you to know that in the book of 1 John chapter 5, verse 19, the Bible told us that the whole world is under the control of the evil one. He manipulates the physical world you are seeing from the unseen world. So the real battle of life is fought in the spiritual realm and the truth is that it is the man that wins the battle in the spiritual realm that will surely manifest victory in the physical realm. Now this battle is facing everyone both those who are believers and the unbelievers. Some people's destinies are being manipulated are being changed. A lot of things are happening in the spirit realm because the they, the God of this world is, you know, generating a lot of things that is using to manipulate and control things that are happening in the physical. Now, but the good news is that, according to the text we just read, there is this set of people that we overcome this battle in of this world, and they are the people that are born of God, people that are born again, people that have surrendered their life to Jesus Christ. So. And the weapon with which they are going to use for this battle is the faith they have in Christ. So if you don't have this faith in Christ, the truth is that you will not win in this battle. And that is why, as a matter of beginning, those of us who are not yet born again, you have not sincerely experienced the salvation that is in Christ Jesus. You are still living in one sin or the other, whether secret or open. You need to repent from your sins, confess them, and come to the Lord Jesus Christ with a sincere heart. You need to have an encounter with the Savior that will save you from the power of sin. It is this experience that will arm you for victory in this battle. And so, wherever you are and you know you have not given your life to Christ, you need to do so right away so that you can really follow us in this message this evening Now we want to begin to look at what is this faith that overcomes the world Our you know, st- study this evening will be We want to understand the faith that overcomes the world And so we are going to start by you know, looking at various understanding of this faith And the first one that we are going to look at is That faith is believing the word of God as it is. Confessing the word of God and acting according to it. And I would like us to study what happened. There is something that happened in the book of Mark chapter 4. In that place, verse 35 to 41, Jesus told his disciples, let us pass over onto the other side. And... Verse 36, when they had sent away the multitude, Mark chapter 4, verse 36, and when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there were also with him other little sheep. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship. Asleep on a pillow, and they awake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace be still, and the wind ceased and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, What manner of man is this? That even the wind and the sea obey him. Now, can you pay attention to that question that Jesus asked them in verse 40? If you are following the reading, you notice that after Jesus has you know calmed the wind and the storm, he now turned to his disciples and asked them two questions one, why are you so fearful? Two, how is it that you have no faith? Now, the first surprise that I got from that question is that these disciples of Jesus Christ have no faith in him. They have no faith in him. And the lesson there is that, can you imagine that some people as close as they were to Jesus have no faith? That is to say that your proximity to a man of God that has faith, your proximity to the things of God, your proximity to the Bible, maybe they even prayed. You know that before Jesus, you know, responded, they came to him and they were praying. Yet they have no faith. You can imagine that many of us are not different from these disciples. We are called disciples of Christ. We are reading Bible. We are even preaching. We are praying, but yet. We don't have faith So you can see that the subject of faith Is so serious That somebody, look at the two They are sleeping with Jesus They are eating with him They are going with him everywhere Yet they don't have faith Jesus said they don't have faith He didn't say that they have little faith He said why is it that you have no faith That is they don't have faith at all Do you know that it could be possible That you, you say you are born again You are speaking in tongues Yet you don't have faith. These people, and it's not as if some of them have faith and some did not have. Twelve of them, Jesus said you have no faith. And the the question is, how did he discover that? How did he come to that conclusion that these people have no faith? And he was asking them, how is it that you have no faith? It was because he gave them a word. He spoke to them. He said, Come, let us pass over unto the other side. And as they were now passing over to the other side, there arose storm, there arose wind, and the waves were beating into the ship, and they were like it was as if their ship were capsized and they would die. And you know, they began to cry. Now, do you know that? jesus came to know that they don't have faith because if they have had faith they would have believed his word we said faith is believing the word of god because they don't have faith in the word that jesus spoke to them jesus told them we are passing to the other side we are crossing we are shifting from where we are to the to the next level but because they don't believe that word they believe that they will die by the storm They believe that they will perish by the waves That was why they go go to him and say You don't even care that we are already perishing They don't believe that word that Jesus told them That they are crossing to the other side That is why they were fearful And the same thing is happening to so many of us We don't believe the word of God Okay, let me give an, uh, an example Some of us at the beginning of this year when we are doing New Year Set Apart, New Year Retreat and all of that, some of us, you went for crossover night and a lot of prophecies were coming and they're saying this year you are going to prosper, this year you are going to do this and we are shouting amen, we say we believe God. What is happening now? Some of us are afraid. Some of us are not even sure that we are going to cross over. We are, some of us are not, it seems as if some of us are beginning to drop, drop the things that God has spoken to us. Okay, even if you say I didn't hear anything from God concerning the year What about the written word of God in the scripture? How many of us have taken the word of God as it is? You have believed what God said And now look at Jesus said to them You are so fearful Why are you so fearful? You are fearful and because of, you know, you don't have faith That is why fear is there When you don't have faith, when you don't believe what God has said concerning your life, you will be afraid when storms of life, when winds, when sea will begin to, you know, when they begin to wind will begin to blow here and there. And these things are part of life, they must happen. The storms of life must come as you are crossing. As you are trying to move from one level in your finance to the other, from one level in your education to the other, from one level in your spiritual life to the other, from one level in your ministry to the other, you are going to get storms of life. But what will keep you going, what will make you not to be afraid, is that you have faith in the word of God. We say faith is believing the word of God as it is. Do you believe the word of God as it is? do you believe what God said concerning your protection in the book of Isaiah chapter 54 verse 17 the Bible says the word of God said that no weapon that is fashioned against us or against you shall prosper do you believe that if you believe that so why are you afraid in the same uh, 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 Psalm 91 you see the, the promise of God the word of God concerning your protection you see what God is saying there do you believe that in verse 3 he said surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence he said surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of fowler surely he shall cover thee in verse 4 with his feathers do you believe that and under his wings shall you trust his truth shall be your shield and your buckler do you believe that do you believe what is written in verse 7 he said even when a thousand will fall at your side, and ten thousand you are hearing of what is happening all over the world now and thousands are dying are you afraid do you believe that God said it, it shall not come near you he said only with your eyes will you see you will behold you will hear but it will not come near you verse 9 he said because you have met the Lord God which is my refuge even your, the most high your habitation There shall no evil before you. Neither shall there any plague come near your dwelling. Do you believe that? If you believe that, so why are you afraid? Why are you so fearful? How is it that even though you have been born again speaking in tongues, singing, worshipping, yet you have no faith? That was the question. Because faith means that you believe what God said. If you don't believe what God said, you don't have faith. There's no two ways about it. You don't tell us, eh, I am coming up small, small. No. Do you believe God's word? In the book of Exodus chapter 23, verse 25, he said, And you shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy bread and thy water. And I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. There shall nothing cast their young nor be barren in thy land. The number of your days I will fulfill. I want to ask you. Do you believe this? Some of us, you know you are serving the Lord your God. You know you are putting on your best in his service. Do you believe that as you are doing that, that God promised and he is able to keep to his promise that he will bless your bread and your water? Do you know that the reason why these things are not happening is because you don't believe? He said he will take away sickness from you. Why is it that you are serving the Lord and yet you are still you know, going to the hospital and you are standing in the line, you know, carrying your card and your file, you know, waiting for your turn. Does he mean that the word of God here is not true? He said, you shall serve the Lord your God and he will take sickness away from you. You know, personally, I have, I have learned to, to believe the word of God. And each time I see any of my children, they get sick. I say to the Lord, look at your word. Look at what you said. You said that as I'm serving you, you will take sickness away from my midst. Take this sickness away. Take it away. And he said in verse 26, there shall nothing cast their young. I am not going to bury my children. He said not nor barren. Some people when they are about to marry, they are afraid whether they are going to be uh, give birth or not. If you know the word of God, you can't be afraid. You are only fearful because you don't know the word of God. What about your future? In Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11, what did God say concerning your future? In Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11, what did God say? He said, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Then you shall call upon me and you shall go and pray unto me and I will hearken to you. You shall seek me and find me when you have searched for me with all your heart. Do you believe this? Do you believe that God has his future in your hand? Do you believe that what God has for you tomorrow is not evil? Do you believe that God is going to take you to an expected end? Or are you already being discouraged by the storms? By the you know, the the waves, you know, the disciples they were so afraid because the the waves were so high, you know, the storms were so great, so they thought they would die. And the Lord Jesus Christ, oh my god, the Bible says He was sleeping on a pillow because He knew, He knew that He's crossing over, He knew that there is not no amount of storm, no amount of waves, no amount of wind that can ever stop Him from getting to the next level. I want to prophesy to you that no amount of storm that is presently around you that will stop you from getting to the next level of your life. In the name of Jesus Christ, stop being afraid. Put your faith on the word of God. Believe what God has said. You will not perish. Jesus cares for you. The Bible says he rebuked the wind. He said to the sea, peace be still and I speak to every sea that is trying to swallow you. Peace Be still in the name of Jesus Christ. I rebuke every wind around your life. I decree that they will stop raging and raving in the name of Jesus. Now, look at verse 41. The Bible says, And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, What manner of man is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? Now, did you see their problem? The reason why they have no faith is that they don't even know the man that spoke. They didn't know the person that said, "Let us cross over to the other side." If they have known the man, that you know, they were wondering when he calmed the storm. You know, they began to wonder, ah, ah, "What kind of? We don't even know this man," and that is the reason behind any faithlessness you see anywhere. It is. When people don't know God, they can't have faith. Lack of faith in your life, faithlessness in the life of any believer is because that person does not know God. The knowledge of God is what builds a man's faith. And you cannot know, you have faith beyond your level of God's knowledge. I challenge you today to begin to pursue to know God. Because the more you know him, the more you can be confident in him. The more you can put your trust in him. Now look at Hebrews chapter 11. You will see another very serious definition of faith in that verse. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. He says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Verse 3. Through faith we understand that the world We are framed by the word of God So that things which we are, are not seen We are not made of things which do appear Faith is the substance of things hoped for And the evidence of things not seen It is being sure of things you hope for And knowing that something is real even if you do not see it faith is the conviction and the assurance we have about things we do not see though you have not seen it but you believe that it is real though it is not yet in the physical realm but it is already real to your heart yes you you are not you have not seen it it has not happened but you are sure you are sure there's an assurance In your heart that it will happen In other words, faith is hope That has an assurance Faith is not hope When you are hoping for something You are looking at the future When you are talking about faith, you are talking about now You are sure that it is going to happen now When you finish praying for A a phone and somebody asks asks you Has God answered your prayer? You say yes, I believe that God will give me a phone What you have just expressed is a hope I believe that God will give me a phone When you want to express faith, what are you going to say? I believe that I have received food. Because you are sure. That assurance is what we call faith. The word of God is source of faith. That was why the Bible says in the book of uh, uh, Romans chapter 10 verse 17. That faith comes by hearing the word of God. Now when you look at verse 3 that we read of this Hebrew 11. You will see what he said. He said... We understand that the physical world you are seeing, we are framed, we are made by the word of God. You know, so that the things that are not seen, we are made of things which do appear. What is the meaning of that? There is before you the word began, before God began to say in Genesis, let there be light, and there was light, let there be trees, and there was three. Those light, light, trees, everything you are seeing in the world is existing in an unseen form. It was the word of God that brought them from the unseen form to the seen form. And so, when you are talking about faith, you are talking about, you are sure that that which is not seen is existing. It's just that you needed to anchor your faith on the word of God and by the instrumentality of the word of God... Bring it out from the unseen form into reality. That is faith. So, you know, the the, the, the unseen world is so real that so many things are happening there. So many manipulations. In the book of Daniel chapter 10, 12 to 14, Daniel prayed for 21 days with fasting. And yet, there was this prince of Persia that hindered the angel that came to bring answer to his prayer. If not that he continued in that prayer... Knowing that God cannot but answer his prayer, that a prayer would not have been answered. Now, you see, the problem is that many of us are not aware of the unseen world. Do you know that there are some things that God has released concerning your life? There are some things that God has, you know, given to you already. They are yours in the unseen world, but they are not manifesting physically. There are some forces, there are powers in the unseen world that are battling They are holding it. They are withholding it. They are saying that, how can this man from this family, from this village, just come up and have this kind of thing? No, 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 no. They will have meeting and they will held it down. Do you know that it takes faith... With the instrumentality of the word of God to fight, that's why we say this is the faith that overcomes the world. It is the battle that the enemy is raging against your destiny, against your health, against your future, your marriage in the unseen world that you need faith in the word of God to win. You know, in the book of first second Kings, chapter 6, verse 14 to 17. You know, Elijah was surrounded with a great host of horses and chariots that was sent from king of Syria to come and arrest him. Why? Because he was revealing his, the secret of king of Syria to the, to the king of Israel. So the Elijah's servant was much afraid when he woke up in the morning and saw the, the, the armies of the Syria surrounded where they are. And he cried, Alas, my master, what are we going to do? He's, he, he was so much afraid. And Elisha just prayed a simple prayer and said, "Oh God, open his eyes, so that he will see that those that are with us are more than those that are against us." And immediately God answered that prayer, and the eye of this boy was opened, and he saw chariots of fire surrounding more in number. You know, he all his fears disappeared. Excuse me, please. His fears did not disappear gradually. His fears disappeared immediately. Do you know why you are afraid? Do you know why you are so fearful? Because you have not gotten an insight. You have not connected to the unseen world. You don't You don't know the reality of how the word of God enters into the unseen world and battles there and takes things out. You know, in first john chapter 4 verse 4 the bible says that he that is in us he said little children do not be afraid you have overcome them why because he that is in us he that is in you is greater than he that is in the world you have over he was talking about evil spirits that are in the unseen world fighting and battling against you he said you have overcome them why how Not because you have done so much, but because you have come to know, because you have come to believe, you have come to have an insight that he that is in you, do you know that? That the person inside of you is greater than whoever that is in the world. The person inside of you is greater than whatever sickness or disease or pestilence that is all over the place. He that is in you is greater than any kind of power of darkness around you. Do you know that? If you have faith, in the word of god and believe the word of god and have an insight into that which is unseen fear will live your life immediately remember that where there is fear there is no faith if there is an atom of fear in your heart maybe god has told you to do something and you are afraid the truth is that you don't believe god you don't have faith faith and fear does not they do not coexist in in the same heart if fear is in your heart there is no faith there If faith is in your heart, there is no fear there. Are you getting me? The truth is that you need to come to the reality of the word of God. And that is why I want to define faith again as the means of transaction between the visible world and the invisible. The means of transaction between you as a man and the invisible God. Do you know that? The only way we interact with God is by faith. How? Because we are, we are visible, we are physical. But God is invisible. We do not see him. So the only way we can, we can assess him, the only way we can talk to him and hear from him is by faith. If God is to be physical and invisible, you know, then it will be, there will be no need for faith. Because you have seen it, you have seen everything. But because he is invisible, we need faith. And that is why in the same Hebrew chapter 11 verse 6, he said, Without faith, it is what? It is impossible. He didn't say that it is difficult. There's a difference between difficult and impossible. Impossible means that it can happen. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. You can never ever please God. If you don't have faith, you will always be displeasing God. And many of us have been in that level. I decree that all of us that has been displeasing God because of fear, instead of faith, you are coming out of that level today in the name of Jesus Christ. He said, because he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. We praise God, we worship him by faith because we don't see him. And that is why God warned, even in the Old Testament, that we should not use any physical thing to represent him. Now, in our time, people are not worshipping, getting sick like the traditional uh, idol worshippers. But you hear something like uh, miracle handkerchiefs, anointing oil, blessed water, protection apron. All of these physical things are what is shifting the, the faith that people are supposed to have on the invisible God onto a physical thing. That that you know, and you don't know the truth is that you won't know where your heart will depart from the invisible God to so the physical things that maybe people have blessed for you, or you have blessed for yourself, and you now see yourself putting your trust, your your hope in that thing. You are you are worshiping idol if you are putting your faith in anything apart from the invisible God, it is the invisible God that we are talking about, it's only by faith we can assess him and we can relate with him. A true God is invisible. So, when you want to give to God, it is by faith. Because all you are giving to God, actually, it is not the invisible God that will receive it. It is still a man that will receive it. And in the same way, when you want to receive from God, it is actually, you know, by faith you will receive from God. Because if you don't have faith, forget about receiving from God. In James chapter 1, verse 5. He said, if you lack wisdom, ask, but you must ask in faith Because you can never get anything from God if you don't have faith Faith is the hand with which we receive things from God If you do not have this hand, you will not be able to receive anything from God To receive healing from God, miracles, provision, salvation, Holy Ghost baptism You must stretch out your hand towards God in order to collect it And that hand is not a physical hand, it is faith Faith anybody who doesn't have faith cannot receive so if you if you believe that you know if you believe in the invisible God the way it happens is that anything you pray about God will release it to you in an invisible form now you now use your faith to believe that you have received it and then that invisible thing that has been released will now manifest physically that was what Jesus was describing in Mark chapter 11 verse 24 he said whatever you desire when you pray Believe that you have received it and it will, it will be yours. He didn't say believe that you will receive it. Believing that you will receive it is expression of hope. But believe that you have already received it. You have received it in an unseen form. That money, you ask God, the other day I asked God for an amount of money. After praying that prayer, I say, God, thank you because I know I have received it and the following day the thing began to manifest so that's how it happens if you don't have faith you won't be able to access anything from god not because god doesn't want to answer your prayer or give you anything but because you don't have hand if i want to give you money now or give you anything okay how can you receive it if you don't have hand i may be, be, get it to you but you can't use your leg to collect it you can't use your head it's only hand faith is that hand that is why you can't receive anything. James chapter, uh, chapter one verse seven said it clearly: that you should you don't ever think that you will receive anything from God if you don't have faith. What is faith? Faith is a complete trust in God's faithfulness. Do you know that if you if you if you know how faithful God is? The Bible says in the book of Deuteronomy, run to Deuteronomy. Let me show you something in chapter 7. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 9. He said, Know therefore that the Lord thy God, he is God. Know therefore that the Lord thy God, he is God, the faithful God, which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love him and keep his commandment to a thousand generations. Know you that this God is the faithful God, the the faithful God. He, he didn't say is a is a faithful God, the faithful God. There are not two. The only God that is faithful in 1 Corinthians chapter one, verse nine, he said, God is faithful, who has called us into the fellowship of his son. Now, until you come to know the faithfulness of God, you will not be able to put your trust in him. Because it is You know if When you know how faithful a man is A faithful person is someone that cannot lie And Hebrews 10.23 say that It is impossible for God to lie When a faithful man makes a promise And said, I'm going to come to your house By 5am 5 5 Just know that he's going to come to your house By 5am He will not give any excuse He will not tell you eh, this one happened The other one happened By 5am he will be there That is how you know those who are faithful They are trustworthy God is faithful. And Lament, Lamentation chapter three, verse twenty-three said that His faithfulness is great. Psalm one-one-nine, verse ninety says that God, His faithfulness is unto all generation. His faithfulness is unto all generation. So, as God is faithful in the generation of Abraham, He's faithful in your own generation. You don't say that, ah, this God is faithful, but I don't know whether He's faithful now. Uh, I have uh, uh, checked it this way and other way. Let me tell you. Have not you need to test the faithfulness of God because He is faithful in every generation? Please, may I announce those of us as we have found ourselves in this generation that God is faithful even unto our generation, our God is faithful in our generation. In in the book of Romans, chapter 10, verse 11, He said that those who put their trust in Him shall not be put to shame. That is talking about His faithfulness, He will not allow anyone that has put his trust in him to be put to shame. Why? Because he is a faithful God. Now, I don't know. When you you look at the promises of God in the scripture, you notice that if God has made this promise, he is faithful enough to keep them. If God said, I'm going to bless you, I'm going to prosper you, I'm going to heal you, I'm going to give you, you know, long life, whatever, fertility, the truth is that As he said it, that is how he will do it. When when you leave your child with, let's say, your sister or your brother, and you travel, and you notice your brother or sister is trustworthy, is faithful, you notice that you will not be worrying about your child. Because you have handed over your child to a trustworthy or a faithful brother. Now, the same way, if you hand over your life, to a faithful God you will stop worrying so when I see you worrying about your marriage when I see you maybe as a sister you are saying I am getting old and I am not getting married and that thing is worrying you and a sister told me some time ago that she does not sleep again in the night I said what is the problem she said I am not getting proposal from brothers and this thing is giving me I will think, think I will not be able to sleep do you know what is happening to that sister he doesn't know how faithful God is and so he has not committed her marriage in the hand of this faithful god and that was why she is worrying she has not believed she has not had a complete trust in god's faithfulness i don't know what is worrying you as a person is this job maybe you are you are trusting god for a job or you are worried about childbearing whatever be your problem admission i want to tell you that god is faithful if you can put your trust in him the Bible says, He will not allow those who put their trust in Him. Romans 10, 11, To be put to shame. You will not be put to shame in the name of Jesus Christ. What is faith? Faith is a complete trust in God's almighty power. God appeared to Abraham in Genesis chapter 17 verse 1 and said, I am the almighty God. I am the Lord God almighty. What is the meaning of almighty? Almighty means the God that has the power to do all things. There is nothing impossible with God. Says the scripture. You will see that in Matthew 19.26. Mark 10.27. Luke one thirty seven, Luke 18.27. There is nothing impossible with God. With man it may be impossible. With you as a man it may be impossible. But not with God. For with God all things are possible. When you say you have faith It means that you have placed your, your, your complete trust In God's power to do all things You believe that there is Nothing that God cannot do His power has no limit There is no amount of Problem or sickness Or trouble That the power of God cannot solve In Jeremiah thirty two twenty seven, He spoke and said Behold Behold, look I am the Lord God of all flesh. Are you going to behold that? He said, look, I am the Lord God, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Do you know that there is nothing in your life that is too hard for him? There is somebody that is listening to me now. You have been crying to God concerning the problems in your family. And it seems as if it is too hard. You have been praying and saying, God, where shall you visit my family? And it seems as if nothing is happening. I want you to know that whatever be the problem in your family, whatever be the situation around your life, there is nothing impossible with God. The power of God will settle you. The power of God will solve that problem that is troubling you. You need to put your trust in this almighty God. He is the God of all flesh. He is the God of your own flesh and there is nothing too hard for him in your own flesh Are you having any sickness or trouble in your flesh Some of us here you are having a sickness, a disease in your flesh and maybe nobody is aware and you are like I don't know how this thing will go I want to tell you that there is no sickness impossible with God He he that can raise a dead man that has died for four days Shall he not heal that your cancer? Shall he not heal that your HIV? Whoever that is suffering from any sickness under the sound of my voice, I release the power of God into your life now. Get healed now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Don't limit the power of God by your own belief. Don't limit the power of God by your own belief. In Mark, 6, when Jesus entered his own village, the Bible says he couldn't do much. They limited his power because they didn't believe in him. Believe in God. Daniel put his trust in God, so when they threatened him with lions, then he, he was not shaking. He knew that this God that he served is able to deliver him in lions from from the mouth of lions, and that happened. What is faith? Faith is a complete trust in God's perfect wisdom. The three Hebrew children, they replied Nebuchadnezzar in Daniel chapter 3 when he was threatening them with fire so that they would bow to his idol. They said to him, O king Nebuchadnezzar, live forever. But we want to tell you something. That this our God we serve, he is able to deliver us from your fire. He is able to deliver us from your hand. We are not doubting his almighty power We have put our trust in his power But we know that even if That he decides not to use his power He may decide to shift to his wisdom We want you to know that If he shifts to his wisdom We will not stay bow to your fire Let me tell you something The climax of faith Is believing not just in God's power But also in God's wisdom Because sometimes God goes not by his power but by his wisdom let me give you an example you say god i need a car before the end of this year but god know that if you have a car before the end of this year you are going to have a problem with that car he knows that by january next year you will have a very serious problem with that car so as you are praying and say god before the end of this year i must have a car god knew that he will not give you that car before the end of this year in his wisdom he will keep that car because he, wa- he doesn't want you to enter into that problem Some of you that You have prayed for Job And Job is not coming Don't lose hope Put your, your trust in God's perfect wisdom Do you know that God is Working out something in his wisdom You need to know that The Bible called him the only wise God You will see that in 1 Timothy 1 verse 17 And in Jude 1 He said that this our God Is the only wise God Every other God is foolish in fact, in First Corinthians one, verse twenty-five, the Bible says that his foolishness is greater than man. He is greater than his own foolishness is greater than man. So you you cannot but put your trust in his wisdom. Sometimes, okay, look at Isaiah chapter fifty. I'm not sure that many of us are conversant with Isaiah chapter fifty, verse ten. In Isaiah chapter fifty, verse ten, he said, "Who is among you that feared the Lord, that obeyed the voice of his servants, that?" Walketh in darkness and has no light Let him trust in the name of the Lord And stay upon his God Can you see that This person you are fearing the Lord You are obeying the voice of his servant But look at you. It seems as if you are walking in darkness You pray for light, no light You say what are you going to do Don't go away There is a, a wisdom that God is using To arrange things for your life When it will happen You will be surprised Put your trust in the name of the Lord and stay upon your God. Don't move. Stay upon your God. He will surely visit you. The wisdom of God is what guides his timing of actions. He knows the right time to manifest his power and harvest the highest glory. Do you believe that? Proverbs 3 verse 5 said, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Don't use your wisdom but acknowledge him in all things do you know that people that followed god by faith people like abraham is because they trusted god's perfect wisdom they didn't seek to understand everything god said to abraham leave where you are go to where i will show you he left without trying to you know understand so many things so many of us you will want to understand before you follow then you cannot be a man of faith you know the wisdom of god is what made abraham he trusted in god's perfect wisdom that was why abraham you know when god said to him go and sacrifice your son he did not argue with god he just went and did exactly what god asked him to do my brother my sister you need to put your faith not just in god's power but also in god's wisdom when god is asking you to do something don't argue with god don't think that you uh, your own will or your own thought, is greater or better than his own no I met a sister one day She said that she's afraid of asking God his will Because he's afraid what God will say I don't know whether you are that kind of person You need to trust that Whatever be the will of God for your life Is in line with his perfect wisdom And God has you in heart And can I tell you Maybe I should surprise you by also telling you That faith is a complete trust In God's unchanging love If you know how much God loves you You will know that God cannot harm you can you just see a verse in romans chapter 8 verse uh, 32 romans chapter 8 you need to see that verse verse 32 okay from verse 31 first of all if you look at verse 28 he said we know that in all things god works together for the good of those that what that love him in all things god will work together for your good in that negative thing he will work together for your good that is part of his wisdom anyway but look at his love in verse 31 he said what shall we say then these things. If God be for us who can be against us? He does fear not his own son but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Do you understand that? That the greatest thing in the life of God is his son. The only son. And he was not stingy. Out of love he gave you his only son how do you think that out of the same love he will not give you everything that is the question do you know that god's love is unchanging do you know that you know it is this love that he was paul was still talking about in verse 35 he said who shall separate us from the love of christ that is in christ the love is so strong paul said i cannot see anything whether things that are present to or things that are yet to come Whether they are angels, or they are demons, or they are uh, persecution, or tribulation, or antichrist, whatever they are, I have not seen any height, or depth, or any creature that is able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. This love that God has for you is so strong that nothing ever can ever separate you from that love. My brother, do you know that the only thing that can separate you from the love of God is you? You are the only one. Otherwise, God has loved you so much that there is nothing that the devil can do. There is no challenge. There is no difficulty, the difficulty that the devil can place on your way. There is no storm that the devil can use to take you away from the love of God. Will you put your trust in this love? Maybe you should also see the prayers that Jesus prayed for the disciples in John 17 verse 23 said John 17 23 said I in them and thou in me that they may be made perfect in one and that the world may know that thou has sent me and has loved them as thou has loved me you have loved them who are them You God you have loved these my disciples as you have loved me do you know that the extent of love that God has for you is the same extent of love he has for his only begotten son jesus do you know that whatever god can do for christ out of love is the same thing he will do for you because he said the same love that he has loved him is the same love that he has loved you is the devil telling you that god has abandoned you is the devil telling you that god does not love you maybe because of a temporal challenge a temporal suffering or you know, things are not going well for you now things are not the way you, you are thinking of it and the devil is telling you drop your bible, forget about this God and all of that do not accept that there is a love that God has for you that love is the same love that he has for Jesus you need to stand firm in the love of God and continue to you know, follow and you know, flow with him again faith is a complete trust in the name of the lord in the name of the lord faith is the confidence that one has because you have trusted in the name of the lord there is power in the name of the lord let me tell you you need to know this power that is in the name of the lord i discovered that even in the old testament before the name of jesus became so powerful that the name of the Lord God Almighty is also very powerful that was how David it was the name of the Lord that David used to confront Goliath. if you check the book of 1 Samuel chapter 17 verse 45 when David confronted Goliath, in 1 Samuel chapter 17 verse 45 the Bible said then said David to the Philistine thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield but I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts The God of the armies of Israel Whom thou hast defied David knew the power in the name of the Lord And he said to the Goliath You came to me with sword You came to me with spear You came to me with shield But I am coming to you Not with any physical thing I am coming to you I am coming against you In the name of the Lord God The God of the armies of Israel David was a man that knew The power in the name of the Lord that was why in in Psalm 18 verse Psalm eighteen verse 10, he said that the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous it into it and they are saved. And in Psalm 20 verse 7, he said some trust in chariots, some trust in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. And in Psalm 118, look at Psalm 118. Verse from verse 8 you see David a man that knew the power in the name of the Lord he began to speak from verse 8 he said it is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man it is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes all nations compass about me but in the name of the Lord will I destroy them they compass about me yeah they compass about me but in the name of the Lord I will destroy them they compass about me like bees, they are quenched as the fire of thorns. For in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them, my brother, my sister. Do you know the power in the name of the Lord? David knew that was how he brought Goliath down. Every Goliath in your life that is making noise, the Bible says that every Israel is afraid of Goliath, even Saul. But why is it that David was not afraid of Goliath? It, it was because David knew the power in the name of the Lord and because he knew the power in that name he confronted Goliath with the power in the name of the Lord and Goliath became a finished matter and I decree as you put your faith in the name of the Lord today every Goliath in your life will fall in the name of Jesus Christ and so the Bible says that God has exalted Jesus, that's Philippians chapter 2 verse nine, 11 to, uh, 9 to 11, and has given him a name that is above every other name, that at the mention of the name Jesus, every name must bow, and every tongue must confess that Jesus Christ is Lord you know the power in the name of Jesus Peter confronted a cripple at the beautiful gate in Acts chapter 3 verse 6 and said silver and gold I have not, but what I have I give to you in the name of Jesus of Nazareth rise up and walk and the cripple man began to walk and when people gathered and they were like surprised how did you do it Peter said it is not by our righteousness it is not by our holiness that we did this but by faith in the name look at Acts chapter 3 verse 16 peter said to them it is not by our righteousness it is by the faith in the name of jesus that you see this cripple man standing before you acts chapter 3 verse 16 and in his name true faith in his name has made this man strong whom you see and know yeah faith which is by him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all faith in the name of jesus confidence in the name of jesus in Mark sixteen seventeen, Jesus says, These signs shall follow those who believe. In my name. In which name, please? In my name. In the name of Jesus. They shall cast out devils. They shall lay their hands on the sick. And the sick shall recover. In which name? In the name of Jesus. He said, even if they drink any deadly poison, it shall not hurt them. He said, they shall speak with new tongues. And even if they take up serpents, it shall not bite them they will get into dangers and will come out safe. why because they are going into the going by the name of jesus do you know the power in the name jesus will you put your faith in that name the problem that many of us have is that we are taught to pray in jesus name so it's a religious word as we call that name we don't know the power in the name and when you don't call the name of jesus with the consciousness of the power in that name that name will not work for you. That was what happened, you know, to the sons of Sceva. They, 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 they got a madman and they said, Let us try what Paul used to say. So he said, In the name of Jesus of Nazareth, who Paul is talking about, and that demon wanted to kill them just because they, they ran away. You know, that is the problem. Many of us, you are handling the name of Jesus, and your life is not consistent with that name. That name is holy. That name is a powerful name. You cannot be living an unholy life and expect the na- a holy name of Jesus to work for you. That name is full of power. That name is not an ordinary name. If you are calling the name of Jesus over situations and you know the power in that name and you are calling that name with the consciousness of the power in that name, I tell you that mountain must move. That situation must go. That trouble must live your life and so this evening as we summarize my brother my sister i want to ask you to go and study the scriptures you will see the power that is exhibited in the name of jesus christ every miracle that was done in the scripture was done in his name do you know why you're not doing miracle because you don't know the power in his name if you lay your hands on the sick jesus said it and it is true and you laid it in the name of jesus You are conscious of the power in that name You are not afraid of the sickness You are not afraid of the demon You are casting it out By the power in that name I tell you it will work The reason why you are afraid When they tell you to cast a demon out You begin to run You are afraid It's because you don't know the power in that name Demons run When a man that has that name You know, cast them out in that name when a man that knows the power in that name and in that consciousness command them to live in that name. My brother, my sister, I don't know the demons, the powers of darkness around your life. I don't know the sicknesses that are troubling you. I don't know the, 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 the wrong things around you, the situation of things around you. I think you should begin to call upon the name of the Lord now. I expect you to begin to call upon the name of the Lord now. Begin to use that name with a consciousness in that name to confront every goliath say to that Goliath in your life. I come against you in the name of the Lord. What is that Goliath that is troubling your life? That is terrorizing your family. That is terrorizing your your marriage. That is terrorizing your your career. That is stopping you. Can you call upon the name of Jesus? I want you to also call upon the name of Jesus upon the Goliath of this time the they call COVID-19 that is terrorizing people all over the world can you say to COVID-19 I come against you COVID-19 in the name of the Lord Jesus I come against you in the name of the Lord Jesus, whatever be the situation in your life, the trouble in your life put your faith in the name of Jesus begin to call upon the name of Jesus that Gloria is fallen. I come against you in the name of Jesus. You powers of darkness. You forces that are fighting in the unseen world. Against my life. Against my destiny. Against my marriage. Against my, my my purpose. I come against you in the name of Jesus. I pull you down. I destroy you. Every altar. Every power. Every force of darkness that is fighting. That is walking against my life. I destroy you. In the name of the Lord, you nations, you forces, you have compassed about me. But in the name of the Lord, I destroy you. In the name of the Lord, I destroy you. Brenda Lebo Basaka, Shanda Lebo shanda Lebo Lebo yeah, 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 See the invisible when you see the invisible, the fear will go like the Elijah's servant. The fear left him when he saw the invisible. The fear left Elijah's servant. Every fear in your life is going now. Ask God to open your eyes to see the invisible. the level ra 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 Rabasaka, bakunde shanda ra kunarabasaka yandaraba sondo la bashanda yandelebo shanda ra bakunde yandelebo sondo la bashanda yandara ra bakunda la bashanda yandelebo shanda ah ra baba shanda la bashanda ra shanda yandelebo sondo la bashanda ra Yandara basunda, yandara la yandara basunda, yandara basunda, yandara de la now listen, 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 listen. When the eyes of Elisha's servant opened to see the invisible, his, his fear disappeared immediately. Say after me, Oh my father, open my eyes to see the invisible. To see the Begin to pray that prayer. Call upon God. I want to see what is going on in the invisible. I want to see the power in your world that every fear will depart. My labor shunned Every fear we go, I must understand the invisible. I must see that he that is in me is greater than he that is in the world. I must see that I must see that those that are for us are greater than those that are against us. I must see that he that is in me is greater than he that is in the world. I must see that he that is in me is greater than he that is in the world. He that is in me is greater than he that is in the world. He that is in me is greater than he that is in the world. I must see it. I am living in that consciousness. Ma lebo shaka kakaka, benda lebo shanda rabakunde, Lendelebo lebo sundola bashanda, benda lebo shaka kakaka kakaka, ma lende lebo shanda rabababababakunde, benda rabashanda rabakunde, benda rabasundola Lava Shanda, rabakula rabashanda. Now listen, listen, listen. Now listen. I, you know we we saw that faith is believing the word of God as it is. And we saw that if you don't know God's word And you don't know God You will not have it I want you to pray and say Oh my father Reveal yourself to me That I may know you Give me an aggressive passion for your word A desire A zeal to know you By studying your word By reading your word By meditating on your word Begin to pray now It is that the overcoming faith it is a faith that is based on the word of God Malende lebo shanda, yanda la basso do kanda, rabababababakunde lebo chaya, yanda la bababakunde lebo chaya, yanda lebo shanda la basa, yenda lebo chanda la basa, yenda lebo chanda la lebo shanda la basa, yanda la basso de la basa, rabababababakunde lebo chanda, yanda la de la lebo la de la basa, Lendelebo son la bashanda, man lendelebo la bashanda, lendelebo shanda rabasanda, yandara ba son do la bashanda, rabasanda, yandelebo son la bashanda, bendelebo son la bashanda, yandara la bashanda. I must know your wisdom, I must know your faithfulness, I must know your almighty power. Man lendelebo shanda rabasanda, la rababa kundelebo shanda rabasanda. De Lebo Sondola Bashanda Rabasana, Venda Lebo Sanda Rabasana, Yandelebo Sondola Bashana, Venda Lebo Sondola Bashanda, Rababababacunda Lebo Sanda, Venda Lebo Sanda Rabasana, Yandarabacunda Lebo Sanda. Amen. If you know this song, you join me as we sing it. The name, the name of. Jesus is great is greater than all names all
0: names
1: it is not an ordinary name it is a name that is full of power and might the name the name the name of Jesus he is great, he is greater than on earth. It is not an ordinary name, it is a name that is full of power and praise. Now lay your Lay your two hands on your head. I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. Father, this evening we ask for a revelation of whom you are. Hey, I can see that you can answer the prayer of Elijah towards his servant. Elisha prayed and said, open his eyes so that he will see that those that are with us are greater than those that are against us. Basically, the armies of Syria has come with their chariots. But there is an unseen invisible army that are round about us. That they came with chariots of fire. I pray that the eyes of these ones be opened to see the invisible army of God around your life. I decree that you shall see them now. You shall see them now. The word of God will become real to you the word of God will become real to you. You will see that he that is in you is greater than he that is in the world. From today you will no longer walk in fear. You will walk in faith. You will no longer walk in doubt. You will no longer walk in worry. You will walk in faith. The hand of the Lord is upon you now In the name of Jesus I come against every power of darkness Glorious forces of the Lord The forces of the darkness that are fighting against your life I decree that they are destroyed I decree that they are, that, that they are destroyed In the name of Jesus Christ As you begin to study the word of God the God will, op- God will open your eyes He will reveal himself to you through his word Amen. He will give you passion for the word of God You will grow in your faith And you will be an overcomer You will overcome every situation around your life Whatever that is challenging your faith in this end time The Lord will grant you an overcoming faith to overcome them The hand of God is upon your life In the name of Jesus Christ God bless you
0: God bless you this evening the waters have been steered. The clouds are gathering. This is just the beginning of what the Lord has promised to do in a time like this in this season. And I want to urge you and sincerely encourage you. Don't let it end here. Continue to steer the waters. Scripture says, Fan into flame the gifts that which has been received by the laying on of the hands of the people." So I want to urge you. Keep steering it. Keep steering it. Don't let it go down. May God bless you and strengthen you. As you find these into flames. In Jesus' name, amen. We sincerely want to thank you and appreciate uh, everyone who connected live to listen to the moment of encounter this day. Uh, it was brought to you by Calvary Way Revival Labors in Nugu, Nigeria. Uh, for questions, testimonies, and comments, please do well to send an email to Calvary Way Revival Labels at gmail.com. I repeat Calvary Way Revival Labels at gmail.com further information on programs and messages which will be of blessing to you uh, you could visit us at our website and the website uh, is at www.calvarywayonline.org www.calvarywayonline.org or like our Facebook and Telegram pages at Calvary Way Revival Labors Calvary Way Revival Labors join us same time next week on this same channel then endeavor to put into practice the word that you have heard today. May the Almighty God preserve and keep you even in these evil days. Amen. Take care and God bless you.